Hey, Dream Achievers. Welcome to the Clarity Conversations podcast. It's your host, Cassandra Rosa, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in for the episode today. This is a personal development and business podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. I post episodes every Thursday at 11.11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today, I'm so excited to speak with Maria Chenzina, and she will be sharing the healing power of crystals. Thank you so much, Maria, for coming on the podcast today. I'm so excited for this conversation. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so we had crossed paths. I found her through her crystal shop, which I have so many amazing pieces of jewelry that she's created and crystals. And I figured they're so popular and some people um, might not have all the knowledge about how powerful crystals can be to support our journey. So I'm excited for you to speak to that today. Yeah, I'm excited for you to have me. It's been so lovely crossing paths and also um, like seeing your work. It's been so inspiring both ways. Um, It's been really, really nice to connect. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to start off by reading the bio here. So multidisciplinary Maria Chincenza is the founder and co-creator of Sea of Light Collection, an artisanal jewelry and crystal shop started out of her small studio in Vancouver, Canada. What blossomed from a hobby and the love of finding creative ways to wear crystals into a full-time business, Soul is very much an extension of Maria's passion and interest for gemstones and the role they play in energy work. When she's not working on crystals, you can find her writing poetry, making music, and hosting sound baths with her Himalayan salt Uh, singing bowls. Um, She has an Etsy shop. It's called Sea of Light Collection. I'm going to drop the link in the show notes here so you can have easy access to see her beautiful pieces. And we'll drop the best ways for you to connect with her on social media as well so that you can connect with her and hear about her sound healing um, goodness that she has going on. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It's always interesting to hear your bio out loud, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to kick it off talking about how you came across crystals and like what inspired you to create your beautiful little shop? Totally. Um, I was, okay, crystals came into my life first when I was like around nine years old. I can't remember what grade that was in. Um, but I remember I grew up in Ontario and I remember being taken to the ROM and then they took us downstairs and we got to see like all the rocks and geodes. And at the end we got to take home or like buy a bag full of different rocks. Um, and I still to the, that this day have some of the rocks that I had picked up, um, on that trip. And I had always really loved them and admired them, but they never like played a huge role in my life until recently, like quite recently, like within the last five years, um, Actually, my, my partner, my current partner, we were doing long distance for a little while. And at one point, um, he was in Winnipeg and he had left me with a whole bunch of his crystals because it was just too much to travel with. And um, prior to him leaving, he had kind of, yeah, he was working near the crystal shop that um, I now source all of my crystals out of. And he would bring me home crystals every day or every other day when he was in the neighborhood. And I was like, oh, I just fell in love with all the rocks. Then I started to want to wear them. And so um, he had actually showed me how to wrap my first crystal. Um, And together we had figured out the way of carving them, which is what I ended up doing now, which is how I use like minimal wire to kind of have the crystal be the showcase. It's not really about all the the wire and stuff around it. Um, And so it was a little bit of like, 
um, kind of the beautiful start of my relationship with him um, had also brought the crystals into my life. And I'd never, ever imagined that it would be a business or anything like that. It was more just, um, I needed to wear my crystals. So I had to figure out a way to wear them um, the way that I'd like. And then I thought that I'd share them. So I created an Etsy. Um, and then during the pandemic, actually, I was like, oh, my uh, nine to five job. And so that was when my Etsy just flourished. And I was like, holy, I can actually do this. This can be my thing. And so it was pretty synchronistic how kind of came into my life. I learned about them, loved them and shared them. And now like, this is a business. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. How that naturally so flowed and how you crossed paths with your partner and that unlocked that aspect of you um, and created this powerful business with these such beautiful pieces. You guys have to check out her shop for sure. <laughs> so for people that, you know, maybe they've seen that crystals can be trendy, right? And like how all the celebrities have it and all that, but they don't know like how powerful crystals can be. Like how can crystals support us in our lives and our businesses? Yeah. So, um, I have a really funny story about uh, my coworker who her partner is like a, is just like very basic sciencey guy, not really into the crystals thing. Um, and so it, it all, it, it ends up coming down to energy and frequency. Like everything from plants to us carries a certain vibration and the rocks are the same. They're from the earth. And, um, some of them can be measured. Like for example, there's a stone called shungite, which you can actually measure uh, the EMF reduction when you put shungite near a router. So there actually are me measurable ways of uh, measuring these frequencies. Um, but uh, she, they have this massive geode um, at this crystal shop that I'm at. And she was like, just, just put your hand inside, just put your hand inside. And he puts his hand in and he takes his hand out and he's like, what is that? Like <laughs> he, he undeniably feels something. And that was his body connecting. With the vibrations with the frequency and so how does that play into your life um well i guess i i'm the perfect story because they came into my life in a way that was like unsuspecting it wasn't for the trend it wasn't for anything it was just for a genuine love and then a slow learning of how there's so many different crystals and they actually do carry their own properties and when you bring them into your life and you bring them into your consciousness and even just carrying them like on your person. Like right now I'm hanging on to a little sphere um, mm -hmm. because I find it, it grounds me. Um, and it doesn't have to be something that's thought out. It's just something that is intuitive that people can connect with. And it has become something that um, is involved in all aspects of my life. So like, how can it, how can they be involved in your life? Well, start with like sleeping. Like I have, mm -hmm mad insomnia i couldn't sleep for years and years and years um as my life resolved crystals didn't help me help solve my sleeping issues but they helped they helped assist in um you know me getting better patterns and being mindful at night and um some of them have helped me achieve like really deep sleeps um just by popping it under your pillow and it's so close to your head and um your body just feels the vibrations of them and so you can naturally kind of like bring them into your life um, just however you intuitively feel. And of course, yeah. there's, there's like reels on like crystals for this, crystals for that. And it can um, honestly become dizzying with like all the different ways and thinking like, I don't know about crystals, so I don't know how to use them. But um, anybody can walk into a crystal shop, will be drawn to something. It might be the weirdest thing. It might be not the prettiest thing. Could be small, could be big. And it's, it is honestly just, the relationship that you build with it um, 
And that's the good, that, that, that's the best place to start. <laughs> yes, yes. You must be tuning into me because the next question I was going to ask you is, so say someone wants their first crystal or they're looking to shop for a new one, what would you recommend would be the process for them to find the crystal that's right for them in that moment? Um, I find your eye is, is like your, your easiest tool. We're like physical creatures and we're drawn to things that like visually. And so, mm -hmm. um, I tell people to trust what they're visually drawn to, even if, like I said, it's like a weird looking stone or it might be kind of ugly or not the prettiest one of, of the bunch that are there. Um, because for whatever reason, if you feel a connection, um, that connection was made for mm -hmm. a reason. Um, when you go into a local crystal shop, like I feel like that that usually is a safe space. So you could go in and be like, hey, like this aspect of my life needs some love or like I was hoping for this. Could you point me in the right direction? And um, usually they'll like list off a couple of different stones and it'll end up being whichever one is the one that pulls you in is the one that's right for you. Um, but yeah, there's lots of different ways, even shopping online, like that can be really tricky for crystals because you mm -hmm. want to touch them. You want to um, you know, you want to feel them, you want to know them. And so from my end, um, it's like, how do I get this crystal's personality across digitally? Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm always trying to improve the ways that I am able to help people connect with them that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, going with your vision, going with your intuition, um, and then starting to ask questions and like doing research. Cause there is so much out there. Like the internet is such a vast and wonderful resource. Um, so doing a quick Google search, like what's a crystal for confidence or mm -hmm. what's a crystal for grounding um, and going from there. Yeah. And what I like about your, your site too, and, and connecting with you and buying my crystals from you is cause I'll, I'll see, okay, Angelite's really cool. Can I see like the ones that you have so I can choose? Yeah. Because sometimes like you go to these stores and like you just buy them, like you just, Add it to your cart and you go, don't get to see the selection. So I yeah. like that too. So you can kind of use your eye and your intuition to pick which one's the right one for you. Like my little cheat and piece of advice is like whatever one that you can't stop glancing at or like, you know, yeah. that captures your attention most. Just go with that one. There has to be a reason. And I find even too, um, specific properties of them like for each person it's kind of different it's not necessarily one size fits all for certain things so even when you're reading the description if it doesn't feel right it, it doesn't matter just go with your instinct if that's the one that's meant to support you that's great advice too because the description is also maybe what is resonating with the person who wrote that description mm -hmm. versus like yeah, like when I'm when I'm when I'm writing my descriptions, I like to do a fresh internet search every time because mm -hmm. every time I reread from even from different sources, different things will jump out, and I'm like, oh, today I want to talk about this aspect of the stone. I never even thought about that aspect of mm -hmm. it, and um, yeah, from my end again, I'm trying to. Well, I also it's, it's a little bit of trust. It's a little bit of like pulling from like what does your what would your audience what energy do you feel that the audience needs and what what do people need and also maybe what i need is what other people need as well like if i'm feeling like i just need lots of nurturing stones so i'm going to post about the nurturing stones i trust that there's some synchronicity there that maybe others are feeling that too a hundred percent and do you think there's any like starter stones that people should look into if they're starting to get into it yeah definitely um anything in the quartz family. So, cause quartz is really intuitive. Um, it's in like all of our devices, it's everywhere. Um, like modern world wouldn't even function without quartz. So it's, it's a natural one that we're drawn to. I've got some quartz here. Quartz is this very, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. For the people in the podcast, you yeah. just have some clear quartz. So yeah. if you do a Google search of clear quartz, um, yeah, that's what we were showing. <laughs> we got clear quartz. Um, amethyst is another good one. It's Which like, is that like deep purple kind of sparkly crystal. That one's one of my favorites. I actually went to Argentina to a, one of the mines where they where they were taking them and that was incredible. But amethyst is always a great starter. I think that was my, actually my very first crystal was a amethyst. Yes, yeah. I love that Argentinian amethyst is like so deep purple too. Mm -hmm. it, it's really something, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything from the quartz family because quartz is, quartz, so amethyst, rose quartz, um, smoky quartz and clear quartz, all quartz. Mm -hmm. They're really intuitive. So they'll kind of be working with you. Um, grounding stones for sure, because I feel like, um, everybody needs to remember to stay grounded mm -hmm. and like, you can't really go wrong, um, with a good grounding stone. So tourmaline, garnet, obsidian, um, like the darker stones tend to be grounding. So if the stone kind of looks like thick and muddy, that's probably the energy that it has. Um, mm -hmm. even if you don't know, like Jasper, um, mm -hmm. if it's got those deeper earthy, feelings and it's quite solid probably a good one to have around as well yeah for sure and mm -hmm. do you want to speak to how like chakras and crystals like how certain colors of certain stones are connected to the chakras and all that because i yeah. know some people that are listening in they are rather spiritual and they know the basis of chakras so yeah yeah so um a lot of people do like to do chakra work with crystals um and it is basically just matching the colors to so the colors of the chakras, but not always um, because uh, the view of colors and energy, that's only one lens um, mm -hmm. on it. And there are different properties of different colors, which we don't traditionally associate with them. So mm -hmm. I will mention that, but um, generally if someone's looking to create their own chakra set, you don't need um, anything fancy off of the internet. You can literally just like go through each, each of your chakras, go through each color and, pick a stone within that realm that resonates with you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I really don't like the idea that there's like a set, a set of um, yeah. seven stones that are gonna work because um, yeah. I, I don't find that at all. And we change like, so let's say I'm trying to work on my heart chakra because I'm feeling really, really blocked. Okay. Um, yes, green stones, but also red stones. Um, like ruby is a really, really good heart stone, but it's also grounding. So it kind of mm -hmm. brings the two together, which is often what people um, are looking for when they're doing heart healing work anyways. Yeah. Um, but maybe my heart right now isn't ready for that kind of a deep love. So I want to go for something softer, like a manganocalcite. Um, it really it depends. And maybe manganocalcite won't work for me three weeks from now because mm -hmm. I need something else, you know? So it really is like being open to changing and learning how to work with your intuition to tell you what you need. Yeah. And everybody knows that everybody can do it. It's literally just like what you like, like your preferences is a window to your intuition. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. And I love how you spoke to, too, how a, a, a crystal might resonate with you for a moment and then three weeks from now it could be different. Like I was in this season of rose quartz where I wore all rose quartz. I bought a bunch of rose quartz from you. And then I remember a pendant like shattered and I was like, oh, so like, things like that, or like the crystal gets lost, right? Like that's happened in your path too, or it breaks or whatever. It has nothing to do with that specific um, 
you know, where you bought it from, it's often, okay, like your chapter with that crystal is done. It's time for you to move on to the next, right? Like I've had that with amethyst. Like in the beginning, I was all about amethyst. And then I kind of went to rose quartz. So it depends on the chapter and what you're going through in your life too, right? Like as you grow and evolve, there'll be a different focus almost for your growth. So finding crystals that support you in that moment um, are absolutely huge. So do you want to share three tips that people can keep in mind of how they can use crystals in their life and in their business to support their growth, like tangible ways? Three tangible ways. So one is like setting a routine with your crystals. For example, like associating some kind of, okay, no, we'll take a package track. We'll start with an intention and then we'll get mm-hmm. to a routine. So first, um, getting into the habit of intention setting kind of goes hand in hand with crystals because you're intuitively doing that. You don't just pick up a crystal and not think about it and put it in your pocket and forget it. You pick it up because you're like, oh, I really needed that comfort. I really needed that grounding. I'm going to hang on to this a while and hope that it obviously integrates with my life and brings me what I'm looking for. And that very thought and act is you setting an intention, whether you know it or not. Mm -hmm. So then take it one step further and actually set an intention and be like, Hey, like just have a moment with yourself, go sit outside, go sit under a tree, um, disconnect from everything, or just do it when you wake up in the morning before you look at your phone. It can be as simple as that, but yeah, setting an intention because that makes you more conscious um, in your day-to-day life. And then you can start to set intentions or you'll notice yourself starting to set intentions um, within your business, within um, other elements of your life. And that just helps with mindfulness, um, mm-hmm. which helps with everything. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, set an intention, um, pull it into a routine would be number two. So even if it's something small, do something that's like within reason. Like even if it's just once a week, you're going to cleanse all your crystals or once every other week, you're going to cleanse all your crystals and you're going to set new intentions with them. You're also then taking a moment to check in with yourself and like what has happened in the last two weeks? What do I need for the next two weeks? Instead of just allowing time to be this blurb, this long ongoing blurb. Um, and then the third, um, Well, then, I mean, it gets really fun because then you can have certain crystals for certain elements of your life. So um, having stones that are just associated with your business, for example. So I like to work with like citrine is the one that comes up all the time. It's um, said to be a money stone, but it's not actually a money stone. It's a manifesting stone. Mm -hmm. And so it's a stone that helps you remove your blocks and helps you manifest what's going on inside. So bringing in the intention and mindfulness um, from your stones and then like allotting them to different aspects of your life and kind of setting them to work so to speak so that you, you when you're sitting down at your desk you're you're in that energy and you're working with your citrine and you're like what am i manifesting this week what's been in my way what can i get done um and then you go go to bed and you've got like your amethyst or your angelite or your howlite and you're thinking about clearing your mind and going to bed and what does your nervous system need and I think by, you know, starting to like chunk out different crystals for different purposes and different times in your life, you're also learning how to nurture yourself in those moments just a little bit more better, like a little carefully, you know? Yeah, I love that. So intentional and a different way to viewing it because it's simple. People can say, oh, carry it in your pocket or, oh, just wear the necklace, right? Um, but I love how you're saying to be very intentional because people, like I've heard people say, 
having a crystal like is like you can nourish a relationship with it to tap more into their frequency. So I love that. So do you want to talk a little bit about your shop and everything you have going on with the sound healing? Yeah. Um, So you can find all my stuff online. It's at Sea of Light Collection. If you just type it in Etsy or Instagram, it should come up. Um, I've got lots of uh, wearable crystals and I've also expanded into selling just like rock crystals, um, some polished stones. I'll be putting up some spheres and stuff, stocking stuffers, all that good stuff. Um, I like gifting crystals because I find that you can't help everybody with all their problems, but like you can give them an energetic assist, you know? Yeah. And so I like to be like, you know, I acknowledge you. I see what's going on. I see you. And here's like a little token of love. And every time they see that, they'll think of you. And, um, I think that's really beautiful. Um, so yeah, that's, that, that's kind of, um, what I'm setting up for this next season is, um, and how to make it easy for other people as well to, um, who maybe are less familiar with crystals to be able to just look at the site and be like, Oh, that's for that. Cool. Mm -hmm. I have a friend that like, ding. Yeah. Um, you know, so anyways, um, I've got all of that coming up and I'm also moving into a little studio space where I'll be doing some sound healing out of. Um, and so I'll be hosting some online sound healing sessions, um, which can be found. I'll be cross promoting it through Sea of Light Collection, um, but it'll be on my main page, which is just my name, Maria Chenzina. Yes. Yeah. And we'll drop the links to those so you have easy access in the show notes. Is there any final things that you want to share before we close off? I just want to thank you so much for having me um, and, you know, for being a constant supporter as well. Like every time I see you pop up on my phone, um, it's just awesome. Like building a relationship um, with you and like following your journey as well online. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Very happy to support. Love the vibe of everything that you do. And I want to speak to too, in your shop, you do things like with the little details that you see how it's like all about recycled packaging and everything that you do. It's so awesome. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Definitely go check out her shop and her pages on Instagram. Thank you. Thanks so much. (laughs) That's all for the episode today. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review on all major podcasting platforms. If you're not already, follow me on Instagram. My handle is Cassandra Rosa A. And let me know what type of topics you'd like to hear about next. Come and join us for the next episode and next Thursday at 11, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you then. Bye.